Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as but not limited to sports, investing and business. By identifying their mental and practical habits, routines and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance, regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and the recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest is Mohamed El Banna, a group CEO and managing director of Lead Ventures, an agency business that forms strategic partnerships with local and international companies to set up or expand their business in the UAE. In addition, he is also a co-founder and CSO of YMJ Experience, a multidisciplinary branding agency and more companies that are available on LinkedIn. You can find Mohamed on LinkedIn, which is M-O-H-A-M-E-D, Albanna, A-L-B-A-N-N-A, and Instagram, at M-B-A-N-N-A-1. I would like to thank Mohamed for being part of this podcast, and without further ado, let's dive in. Mohamed, thank you for being here. Welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. To start with, we usually ask, where do you consume your, your information? So what is your one to three most gifted books or channels or shows that you would recommend others? Normally, the, the, the source of information that I always get is from two sources. Okay. It's either from people themselves, like I am very passionate of meeting different people every single day. Not to do business with them, but to learn something new from them. So the more, you know, like they always say, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. So now I am shaking more hands. Not that I want to make money from those people. No, I want to really learn something new from them. I like to hear their own stories. I like to take their opinion. And then the business will come by default. So this is one source of information that I keep receiving every single day from different people, as well as I like these small videos that I see, whether in Instagram or in YouTube. I like to uh, listen to Simon Sinek. This is someone that I highly recommend for people to to follow. And one one of the things that I learned in my life and, you know, when I started, especially when I started my own business, is the golden circle, which is, you know, always start with why. Yeah. This is, you know, like something that I learned. People, you know, like I started myself, you know, like uh, what we are doing, uh, how we are doing, but it will totally be different when you start with why you are doing it. Mm. And this is something, you know, like I I am implementing for a long time. And I keep inspiring people to always start with why. Because if you have the why, then, you know, everything will just go organically. So I think the uh, golden circle is the why, the how, and the what. The why is why you're starting it and how, how you're going to achieve that problem or solution. Then the product is, or what the is service the is, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? Yes. So since you have shaken a lot of hands, or that is one of the things that you'd like uh, to do, who is considered successful to you and why? Successful is, can be any person that I meet every single day, meaning 
whether a successful businessman or a person who failed many, many times. Those are, for me, successful stories that I will be learning from them. So I don't have someone specific, but as I said, I am passionate about hearing stories from people. All right, let's say what traits would you look into a person and would consider that is a successful person? It could be in one area or it could be one person having multiple traits that you would admire and you would say, no, that is a successful person. Mm. Okay. Normally, if I want to do any kind of partnerships or if I want to create a new company Mm. or if I want to JV with someone, I always look for passionate people. JV as joint ventures. Yes. I like to look for people that they are very passionate. So a successful businessman, another successful businessman, number one, he should be passionate. Number two, I like to see that he is really focusing on this as a project and not working in multiple things to see which one will will you know will be successful first so the moment i see he's passionate he has the the right knowledge he has done his homework his business plan and all what he needs is x and y and z from me as a business partner this is where i feel and i believe that this will be a successful partnership all right and is there an advice you remind yourself with and why My advice to myself is to keep focusing on the resolution that I am making every year. So, for example, I don't have a new resolution for for this year. I have a pending resolution from last year. And I like to really, really focus on killing these pending things in order for me to take something else. Because with my platform, I receive in daily basis, let's say three to five great opportunities. So I want you to imagine how many opportunities I generate or my social media or my team will be generating every month. If we take, for example, um, out of 100 opportunities a month, if you take two or three, it's a lot of effort and time and energy that you will have to put in this project. Hmm. So it is very, very challenging that I say sometimes no, but I always remind myself, Hamad, no, you just keep it, you know, just keep it for now. Let's focus on finishing one and two and three project, and then we will come to this. And this is something very powerful. I mean, to say no to great opportunities, it is really challenging. And only a few people that I have seen, and this is something that I learned, where, you know, like I will say absolutely no. Even if it's a good money or a great successful story will, you know, like will, will, will be a, success, a great successful story. But still, I say no, because I want to make my projects, which I'm working on as a successful story, then I will be building hmm. more successful stories. Okay. And would you be revisiting your, let's say, yearly resolutions? If, for, for instance, you didn't reach your requirement. Would you be revisiting them and saying, okay, maybe I have, let's say, succeeded in this period, and then I should either change to have more impact and more success, or let's say I haven't succeeded yet, maybe I should change the resolution? Does that usually happen or no? No, see, I'm, I'm always surrounded with, uh, with the smart people. Uh, you know, like Steve Jobs said it once. Hmm. I recruit smart people for them to tell me what to do and not the other way around. Okay. 
And this is why I am always surrounded with great people to advise me. So I don't normally wait until, you know, like end of the year to see what was the last resolution at what is what is the new resolution. Okay. I'm always updated. I'm always surrounded with those smart people, you know, take their opinion. And that's why, you know, like my projects are always on, on track because it's not me. So any successful stories that, that you see in whether in my LinkedIn or all in my social media, it's not me, it's not Muhammad al-Banna. There are teams behind it. Those are the people who will put me on track. Those people will be supporting my idea. So uh, I don't feel that, you know, like I blame myself for I say, you know what? No, this is what I have to do or change. No, I'm always, and I'm, I'm up to, you know, like keep uh, trying lots of certain things. Even if I miss the deadline, as long as I will be, I will come with something more attractive, make it more unique, then it's fine. You know, so this is, this is the way I, I look at things. All right. And what helped you identify your purpose? A very nice question. Thank you. This is, you know, like the whole, the whole story of why I created this platform is because there was a purpose. And this is, you know, when I, when I said always start with why, you know, like maybe I was expecting to receive this question for you. Like, what is your purpose? What is your why? Because there is a reason. And to share with you a little story, I, my life is all about stories, which I love because if you don't have enough stories in your life, then still you did not, I don't want to say you did not do well, but you have to have stories, failure, success, making money, losing money. This is the beauty of being a businessman. So in 2008, I had, I remember maybe 12 properties. I used to work in, uh, in a company where I used to give mortgages to people. So I, I used to be like a master of, you know, getting mortgages under my name, buying properties, flipping. So I made really good uh, good money in, in, in real estate in 2008 until the crisis came. And I ended up having 12 properties, me and my business partner, who is my best friend. And then, you know, like, I don't remember, I don't know if you remember these days, it was really, really challenging days. You know, banks are asking for money. The developers are not building because they need the money. So it was uh, very, very challenging moments. So I decided with my business partner, I told him, listen, I want to create a restaurant. I want to come up with a new business in order to survive. So the only business which came to my mind is the FMB, is having a restaurant. I said, even if there is a crisis, but still everyone wants to eat and drink. And because of course, lack of uh, knowledge and uh, skills and uh, experience, we did not know anything about restaurants. We decided to do it ourselves. And, you know, the hero of, of that restaurant was my father. So my father was a real estate and he wanted to be uh, busy on doing something. And he volunteered by him doing the restaurant himself. And it was successful that he got the location, he recruited the people, he came up with the concept, everything was amazing. But then we realized after two months that everything was wrong. Yes, the location was perfect, but it was in a corner where no parking was there. Yes, he recruited three people, two brothers and one cousin. It means if someone is upset, everyone is upset. So these things we did not know. 
And that's why it was very, very, very challenging business. And this is where we decided in six months to stop bleeding and said, you know what, we have to sell the business. It is not for us. So my business partner after that, his family got inspired by this restaurant and they decided to do a restaurant. And they decided to do everything from A to Z with a consultant. It means the right location, the right concept, the right team. And when I received this opportunity and I have been asked, Mohammed, do you want to contribute? And, you know, like, are you interested to go back and do, you know, like invest in a restaurant? My answer was yes, because I believed in this business. So again, focusing, when you ask me about the things that I remind myself, focusing at the same time, you know, like putting the right energy into something if I believe that this is the right thing for me to do. And that's why immediately, although that my family, my friends, they said, don't invest, you just lost money, X, Y, Z. But I was really, really uh, believing in this business I, I and I invested. And that's why today we have one of the most successful uh, Egyptian cuisine in the Middle East. And this became a successful story. So from failure, from the first restaurant to the success, a why was created. And then I created my platform, which is like an agency where, you know, when any company, whether international or local companies, they come because Dubai is the hub. They think that immediately if I invest by having this uh, uh, this business here to sell, for example, any kind of technology or a product or any kind of services. You know, because Dubai is the hub, I will make millions immediately. But they don't know that, no, you have to start by doing one and two and three and four. And then this is where, you know, you can stand out in the market. So the, this is why I created my platform and this is why I am so passionate because I don't want to partner with people to just help them, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like get business in the market. I really want to see them growing, see them happy, see them settling here in Dubai by bringing their own families. And this is music to my ears when I feel that this partner, yes, he, you know, like after one year, we made some successful stories together. He brought his family he is happy, he is growing, and I am growing with him because I am his strategic partner. This is my why, and this is why I'm so passionate about my business. Interesting. And how thoughts, self-talk, and past experiences are shaping your perception? Going back to the restaurant thing, which I, I believe I covered, you have two options if you fail in any business. It's either that you give up or you you have these kind of feelings of, you know, being a failure, hearing from families, from friends that, oh my God, he could not do it. He did not this. He was supposed to do this. These things, it's either it will destroy you and it will make you give up and you will not do this business anymore. Or you will have this as if you are promising, you are swearing that I swear to God, I'm going to show myself and show everyone that I'm going to make it. Even if this will, if, if it, it will take one or two or three or four years, I'm going to make it, yani I'm going to make it. As long as you have it written and you keep your focus and you keep yourself on track, whether it take one year or two years or three years, you will achieve it. But you just have to be 
really, really focused and believing that this is something will happen. So mm-hmm. if you ask me how to reshape when it comes to, you know, like failure, this is where, you know, like I have this kind of feelings that, you know what, I'm going to show everyone. But before I show everyone, I will show myself or prove to myself that, yes, I'm going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And just to tell you something very Something very funny, and uh, I've never said this in any of my interviews. Maybe a few years ago, when I started my my journey, okay, and I left my position, you know, like the big position, the big money, the big team, and I said I would I would like to start from scratch, me myself, and because we have certain standard a way of living, my wife and I, and we have. Two beautiful daughters. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> so my 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 wife used to tell me, you know, this is risky and this is, you cannot do this. And so she started, you know, being so careful, I would say. Mm-hmm. Not killing my dreams, but being so careful. We have the school, we have this, the normal <laughs> things that you hear from with her family or her friends. And I told her I will work so hard in order to prove to myself and then to you and to the world that I will be creating an empire. It might take a month, it might take years, but I know it's not a month. This is what I was sure about because building an empire will never be, unless if you are trading in a coin where, you know, like a jump from $1 to $100 million, this is what we are seeing today. But I believe that it will take time. And I said, I told her one day, I told her, listen, one day I will go to an interview or to a show and I will be talking about this, like, you know, like sharing with them that this is one of the things, you know, like the closest person to your life, which is like, for for example, for me, my wife, sometimes she would not put the, you know, like kill you the dream, but she will be extra careful to put, to, to put you in another track that you don't want. So you want to create your own dream, but she wants something else for you hmm. because she wants to be covered and, but this is where, you know, like I was really insisting that no way. And this is why I told you, you know, one day I would talk about this story and that's why I'm sharing with you. So you are the, I've been in many maybe interviews in my life, but I never shared about this. But today, if she hear this interview, she, she will remember. The, so this, this is the manifested, let's say, uh, of, interview. Of course, of course, hundred percent, hundred percent. Great. What thoughts dominate your mind on life? Would you say life is hard or life is easy? I would say it's a mix of challenging, very, very challenging. At the same time, life is so beautiful. It has lots of opportunities. But for the people that they want to stand out and be different, you have two types of people today. You have the type which there is no, I mean, both of them are amazing for me. Both are different. They cannot, you cannot convince someone to be like this or convince the other one to be like that. What do I mean by that? So you have the employee, someone who is getting a salary and that's it. He's happy. He, he cannot think of creating his own. And this is, life is easy for him because he's getting the salary. He's in his comfort zone. Okay. But when life will be hard on him, if the company decided to let go to certain people, he's one of them then life will be so hard. Now you have the other person. Now he's not in the comfort zone. He is in another circle where the magic are. But this person, it is very challenging that he is starting something from his own, especially, you know, like if 
certain people that they start up their own business, uh, starting their own business, they don't have the money, but they come up with an idea, they come with, the, with certain skills, then they start, you know, like start uh, enjoying the journey of networking with people, asking for certain investment. It is challenging, but at the same time, it is amazing. Why? Because the moment they succeed, then, you know, like life will be up. And that's why we, when you talk about Bill Gates or, or uh, any person, you just name it, any, per, any person who is successful, those people, they did not reach to this level by luck, right? So they have done something different. And this is where I tell certain people, I don't tell everyone. I tell the people that I feel that they are passionate about something, but they are in between the small circle, which is the comfort zone or the big circle where the magic are. I tell them, listen, if you have the right resources and if you are covered financially, at least for the first three to six months, then do it. Especially if there is someone like me that I am pushing you and I'm saying, I will give you whatever it takes to support you, then do it. Because the moment you achieve, you will, you will start seeing life differently. Hmm. And people will look at you as a successful businessman. And this is something not easy for people to do, right? So people, again, they want to be on the small circle zone. So to answer your question, life is challenging. At the same time, life is full of great opportunities. If you create the right opportunities, the right time, the right resources, the right people who is surrounding you, mm. then I believe life will be very, very beautiful and easy. Interesting. With what thoughts do you start an endeavor, job or a task? For example, how do you start a new project with confidence of saying that you can achieve it or you would say, I cannot do it? If it helps, is there any questions you ask yourself to assess the endeavor? Okay. Five months ago, I start hearing one thing, NFT, NFT, NFT. Yeah. Okay. So to give you an example, I'm going to I'm going to answer this question by giving you a real example. NFT I asked my, yeah, NFT I as non-fungible tokens, exactly. right? Exactly. Five months ago, I did not even know what is NFT stands for. Okay. So I said, all right, so people are talking about NFT. I don't know what is NFT. Let me see, you know, like read more about it. And then I realized that it is non-fungible tokens. And I realized that there is a gap in the market. Whether me or I ask 10 of my people from my circle, do you know what this NFT stands for? The answer was, yeah, no. And this is what uh, where I realized that there is an opportunity. There is a gap that I, I need to fill in order to give to the community I want to be one of the reasons to share with our community here what is NFT, what is the crypto, what are the basic information they should need, why they should create their own wallet, why they should invest. All these things started by me asking, my, asking one question of what is NFT? How do I start a project? I don't start a project by putting lots of money, recruiting people and... Uh, big marketing and you know like saying okay now i'm building the biggest amazing uh, nft i don't make this you know fancy uh, i would say uh, event in you know burj khalifa or burj al arab and say now i'm launching my nft no 
It has to be gradually. You have to start from the scratch. And in order for you to do this, again, you have to learn yourself. You have to educate yourself. You have to, again, which I keep repeating, surrounding yourself with the right people. So NFT is not my thing. So I had to find the right person to make him my partner in this project. And I told him, I don't want to make, you know, like take the full cake. I have no problem to take not even half of it. I want to distribute to many people in order to make this project successful. So I partnered with my, with, with a person called uh, Adi Mishra, who is someone I admire. He is very educated. You ask him any questions about crypto, NFT, metaverse, he will give you the answer immediately. Hmm. He has done it. He is still doing it. For the last nine years, this is what he has uh, been doing and still doing. So I made him my partner. And then there is a company called uh, Crypto Oasis. The co-founder, uh, Ralph, is one of the guys that I admire. He, I consider him as a mentor when it comes to also, mm. you know, coming uh, anything related to, to, uh, to, to the crypto space. So we partner with him because I'm sure 100% he would add value to me. There is a person called Saeed Al-Darmaki. He is the owner of a company called Shisha Finance. Hmm. They believe, all those partners believed in my vision, and that's why they became part of it. So when I do a project, I don't do it alone. I do it with people that they are successful. They have done successful stories in their life. And then we create something all together. So would you say that you would try to figure out what is the project first, and then whom can add value to that project by having more people who, let's say, mentors or could add more value to the table, right? I would rephrase your answer by me saying I would find a gap. If you have anything, like if there is, I don't want to say problem. I don't like to to, 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 to use this. Opportunity, you know, like something very challenging, something missing in the market. The moment you feel that there is a gap, then you turn it into opportunity. All right. So this is number step number one. Step number two, you start reading about it yourself and getting the right knowledge about it to see if this is something that you would like to do. Hmm. Like you ask yourself, am I passionate? Why I'm doing it? Am I doing it for money or I'm doing it to share knowledge? Or I'm, I'm doing it for both? And then the third thing, when you answer this second question, the third point is... You go and see who are the right partners for you to support you with this. Hmm. And then you start, you know, communicating with them and tell them they have to believe in your vision. And they cannot believe in your vision if they don't feel that you are passionate. And the moment they feel that, okay, you're doing it for money, they will just say, you know what, maybe I'm not interested. So point number three, they have to really feel that you are, yes, you are passionate about it. And they feel that, yes, I want to be part of it. You reach a fourth uh, stage where people will come to you without you going to them. Meaning people now in my NFT project, certain people, successful people, they call me in daily basis, Mohammed, how can I support? How can I be part of your project? Interesting. Then you don't have to do any kind, any kind of marketing. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's say, do you have mental practices to prime and equip you for work, finances, and other important areas in your life? Such as, let's say, having, practicing meditation, visualization, and prayer to manifest or to help you in achieving goals. The only thing which I enjoy doing in order to uh, keep my focus always there is, of course, number one, 
I love praying. And it's not like I pray because I am um, a Muslim that I pray five times. No, I pray because those are the five times that I remind myself every single day that I am alive. God is giving me the, you know, like I'm healthy. I can walk, I can, I can eat, I can meet people, I can shake more hands. So this is one of the things that I always link myself of doing every single day. And if you really feel it when you pray, this is the meditation uh, for me. Yeah. So this is how I take myself out in my very busy day. So this is number one, and which I enjoy a lot. And number two, as I'm a motorbiker, so I like, you know, like I, even, you know, tomorrow it's very, very hot, but I still take my bike at night from time to time. I just go for a ride from one place to another. I don't go to mountains and all these things, but no, if I want to go from point A to point B, this is the time which I don't use my mobile. I just, you know, like keep focusing on the road and, you know, like I just think of every single thing. Every single thing will come while I'm driving. So, you know, like whether my businesses or life or this and that. And the third thing to make me also focusing on my businesses is to also give my time to my daughters. So this is something else, you know, like I like to share, by the way, this is one of my secrets. I have uh, six years old, my daughter. So I like to share with her, you know, like the success that I'm doing. And sometimes I tell her, pray for me. We are doing this and we are doing that. Nice. And she is engaging with me. She is asking me what happened to this, what happened to that. I feel engaging with, you know, with my daughter, it has a, a very nice flavor. I don't know if someone has uh, have thought of it or not, but I do it every single day when I drop her. And that's why now she is inspired. She wants to, uh, to, to build her own hotel. She said, I want to do this and that. I wanted this color. And so it is amazing when you see, you know, you, you know, like a daughter thinking uh, to create something, but she's not thinking to make money. She's thinking to, uh, to help people. And that's why she said, listen, Baba, this is for free and I will charge X, Y, Z. So it's nice that, you know, like I made her feel, you know, like this is the great uh, feeling of giving and at the same time taking. Mm. All these things are helping me to focus on the thing that I am uh, working on as a project. All right. And you mentioned that you need to be focused and maybe put it in writing mm. at the beginning of the podcast. And you also mentioned that you do a lot of biking. So let's say, is there any repeated tasks that you intentionally do as a ritual, routine and method to cultivate focus, productivity and goal manifestation? It could be some of the instances that you have already mentioned, but then would you do them as a source of a routine or a ritual? No, I don't have anything routine. The only routine that I do, as I said, is praying five times a day. This is something that I, okay. you know, like I find myself, you know, like I give myself five minutes break hmm. five times a day. Hmm. So if there is something that I feel will add value to me and to my energy, I try it. But I don't have anything, uh, you know, like a routine, no. Okay, and do you have environmental cues to prime you for performance and productivity? Such as, let's say, for example, having written statements or images to remind you why you're doing certain things. I remember in 2000, before I started my, my job uh, in a bank, I drew a line for 10 years and I said that this is what I want to do each year. 
And uh, I do believe in law of attraction and energies and all these things. Okay. Although that I did not know before that there is something called, you know, like law of attraction. Mm. So when I was really young, I used to write and I still write. I like to be, you know, like the old school guy, which I write things mm. and I put them in front of me. So if I show you now, for example, my mobile, you will see that there is, what is this? This is a nice villa. Yeah. So now this is my, the, the law of attraction that I'm bringing. Okay. So I believe that when I work so hard, I believe that this is something that I deserve me and my family. So there is a study which, which confirmed that you see your mobile an average of 400 times okay. a day. So if you see 400 times one of the goals that you are mm. having in your life, then I know it will happen mm. sooner or later. And I have a few things that I have in my notebook where, you know, like I look at them every single day and I remind myself that this is what I want to get as a next step. Nice. And what beliefs, habits, or behaviors adopted recently improved your life greatly? One of the things that I have done recently, maybe for the last six months, I decided to give more time to my two kids. Okay. So I used to say that I'm busy and I have this and I have that. But the moment I made them as a priority because there is nothing called busy. But the moment I sat with myself and I was really convinced that they're, you know, like they are my priority. I don't want to grow up making successful stories and not seeing my daughters growing with me. Yes, I see them a Friday and Saturday and Sunday, but I still, you know, like during the week, I don't want to uh, come while they are sleeping. And this is where I decided to give them more time. So the moment I start doing this for the last six months, I believe that I am more happy and satisfied that I'm giving time to myself, to reward myself, whether I go gym or I travel or, 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 uh, or I buy something for me to feel, uh, to feel happy because I believe in rewarding myself. And at the same time, I'm giving time to my, uh, to my family, my wife, my two daughters, and I'm giving time to all my partners and my projects. Okay. So that, you know, like giving time to my daughters, I, I don't want to say it wasn't a priority. I, I was thinking that two days a week is enough. But the moment I change, it, it was totally a game changer for me. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And I love it. All right. And when challenges, fears, failures hit, what steps are taken? I don't take action immediately. So I okay. sleep on it. All right. So I'm a person where, you know, I don't take any actions. I let it go. So I sleep on it because if I react immediately, my reaction will not be really good. So I wait maybe one day, two days, three days. I ask a lot. And if it it depends, if it's something related to business, I will consult with with my team members. If it's something personal, I will consult with my parents, my wife, my friends. So I always, you know, like I like to ask before I take decisions or hard decisions, I would say. And then when I give my answer, I give my answer, which when I go, you know, with my guts, as well as if I know that 90% of the, of my circle said that this is the right thing for you to do, Muhammad. Hmm. Unless if it's something very obvious, 
then I will not ask anyone, but I will still wait two days because it is very hard. When you hear something yourself, you hear something very challenging, you will react immediately. But it's very challenging not to react immediately, to wait one or two days, but see their answers. You will, you know, you will laugh if you answer at the same time and compare it if you answer after two days, you will be amazed. You might just give an answer by saying, noted, thank you very much, I will not do it again, for example. Or I'm sorry, yes, I have done this. And that's it, end of the story. Remember, I would say 95% of all the challenges that we are facing in life, whether in person level or in business, when it comes to argument with someone, I would say 95% is misunderstanding and 5% is the, 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 the problem itself, the cause. So that's why whenever you receive something in your life, just wait because maybe it's misunderstanding. Let it go. Wait for maybe one day or two days. Then when you go back to look at it, you will look at it differently. Okay. And what three concepts, beliefs, and habits should others adopt? Number one, being positive big time. So, you know, like this is, this is, my, this is my secret. I'm very, very positive because being positive is linked with the other point that they should have in their life, which is faith. So if you just fail, faith, faith, yes, okay. faith. Right. So if you have faith and you are positive and you are really focusing, which are the three things, if you have those three things in life, I believe that you will be successful in your life hmm. because you will be working so hard. You'll be focusing and working so hard on achieving something. If it didn't happen for a reason, then the second thing, which is, you know, it's faith. It did not happen maybe this time. So you link yourself with something, which is the faith. And you say, you know what? I will keep focusing. I will go back to point number one. I'll keep focusing. And I'm no, I know that if it didn't happen this time, it will happen the, maybe next time. But the third point, being so positive about it. And don't care about, you know, what you'll be hearing. Because you will always hear two things from two kind of people. When you do your own thing, whether personal or, or business, never share, I don't want to say your failure, but never share, you know, until you make things happen. Because if you fail and you start telling everyone, including your people, the reason why I hate sharing with people is because of two things. If they love you, they will feel sorry for you and they will feel bad for you and they will make you feel that, oh my God, you know, like you will feel sad. And if they don't like you, they will make fun out of you. And they will say, huh, look, he thought that he will be doing, we told him that this will not work. And you don't need all these kind of energies. Mm. Just keep, you know, focusing, have faith that it will happen and be positive. And when you are positive, it is indirectly, you'll be happy. So this is why, you know, like whether for me, you know, with, the, with many stories, I wish if I can cover them here, I was extremely positive and happy. People will always think like, how, how, Muhammad, this has just happened to him. But I'm, I'm positive. That's it. Nice. If fans would want to copy your footsteps, where should they start? I would say they should start by discovering their own faith and their own, or discovering their own passion. So I want people to seriously just maybe take one day, and I'm talking about the people that they are still in their comfort zone. My advice to them, please take one day off. Just go out alone, spend the whole day alone. Mm. 
and just, you know, like write down, just get one paper, just keep writing down, keep writing down until you get one thing that you like. I'm passionate about X and Y and Z. I like this. I like that. No, no, no. Let them write. And then when they create their own, when they discover that they are passionate about it, and trust me, the moment they keep thinking about it, they will bring the right law of attraction, the right energy. Then things will come their ways. And then, and then they will start thinking differently. And then they will be happy of talking about something new in their life. And then they will be also glad that you'll be ma- meeting different people in their life by, you know, like it's a new thing for them. If you're an employee, you're just an employee. But if you are an employee and trying to discover something, you will enjoy the journey of creating that opportunity with them. And once it is a project and you launch it and you make it successful, which is maybe ending up of leaving your own job, this is where you are a businessman or a businesswoman and you are successful. Then the next step, you will start sharing with people your knowledge and your experience, your failure, your success. And then you will stand out from all your friends and family. So I want people to seriously think this way, that they have to, they have to be unique and they have to be the reason of sharing these kind of knowledge. And we are all the same. We are all, you know, we are all human. We all have same hands, same brain, same eyes. But it, it depends on this person to that person. Are you eager to do something in your life or not? And this is today our contribution to those people to keep guiding them and inspiring them and put the right effort for those people to take different steps in their lives. Mm. And when you have people, which I am, I'll be more than happy to, to sit with people. I do it when I have the time. Literally, I don't want anything. I don't want money. I don't charge for a consultancy, but I like to give you know certain time to certain people guide them and make them convinced that, yes, this is right. You just do one and two and three. And then I introduce them to certain people to make their project successful. Hmm. So this is my, this is the thing that I want people to follow and adapt. All right. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.